Hi again, everybody. John Porteous of the Lovells Township Historical Society here, and you're listening to the Backcast Podcast. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Richard and I have uh, overcome our guest logistics and, in fact, um, have booked a nice slate of guests into the next month or so. So uh, while the museum is closed, the Backcast Podcast uh, will continue for your listening enjoyment. So with that, uh, today Richard and I are going to speak with a young man by the name of Ethan Berger, uh, who is the proprietor of Wing and Hook, uh, a guide service for fly fishing uh, and upland bird hunting. So pretty much uh, <laughs> we're right at the crossroads of the two seasons right now, so timely. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we'll check back on the other side and go forward from there. John and Richard here with another episode of the Backcast Podcast. Richard, why don't you uh, introduce everybody to our guest today? Well, this morning, John and I are here with Ethan Berger. From uh, He's down his Detroit way, but he's uh, Wing and Hook Guide Service. And he guides out of the shop, and some our shop here at North Branch, of course, and then a couple other places. But he does bird hunting and, uh, and fly fishing guided trips uh, when you're a fireman in your real life, right? Yep, that's uh, that's my career. That's okay, my career good job. job. Okay. Thank you. So. Well, the, the good to get out of nature and. Uh, it's a little yeah. It's like, the refresh uh, button. Yeah, refresh button. Kind of mm-hmm. stuck in a concrete jungle downstate, but uh, from mid-April to I'd say about you know November fifteenth deer season, I'm most actually mostly up here. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, look, Mike. You know, as a career fireman, you only have to work nine nine to ten days a month, and so. Guiding is like the perfect. I mean, I work civil service and that's about the same deal. Yeah. Yeah. Guiding's like the perfect <laughs> side gig. Um, to. That's great, man. To supplement. I never even thought about it yeah. that way. Yeah. It's, I'm, okay. I'm pretty we'll lucky. Cue in on that. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Right. Yeah. yeah. If you're looking for a career, you know, listening as a younger guy. Well, I had to be yeah. at work more yeah. often, but about nine days a month was about right. I had to work. More. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh my. Well, we uh, you're downstate. Um, are, are you native Michigander? Yep, born and raised in southeast Michigan, and then um, it, just a little town south of Flint is where I where I live, Holly. And then um, when I was about 15, 16, my parents got a place up here, and um, I actually ended up buying it off of my parents. Uh, I think it's been 10 years now. That's awesome. Not mistaken. And uh, they 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 bought a new place down the road from me, so that's how I kind of got my roots started up here. Nice. Yep. Nice. So, when when your parents started coming up, uh, how old were you? I was. I I think I was sixteen. I was able to drive. Maybe I was fifteen. Uh, but yeah, right. That's pretty so that cool. That was about sixteen, well, seventeen years ago. Yeah. Especially get out and go explore. Yeah, they were all. We were always an outdoor family, camping, uh, fishing, not so much hunting. Um, but finally, they decided to uh, to get rid of the camper and and buy a cabin, right a more on. permanent place. That's awesome. So, yeah. Cool. It's the right place to do it too. Yep. Yeah, I love <laughs> it's, uh, it. Yep. It's not so, too far away from home. It's an easy drive up. Uh, if you just want to do like a short or a long weekend, three day weekend or something, it's. It's easy to get up here. It's not like it's going not to paint too good a picture. Yeah, we don't want to make it. It's yeah, everything's no bad. No birds. <laughs> yeah, terrible. No fish. It, no fish. <laughs> no no insects. Yeah. No water. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, pretty cool. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Black flies were only about three months this year. I thought it was four, but okay. 
Anywho, what um, so did, were your parents fly anglers? Were no, actually, um, I grew up spin fishing, and um, my the person who got me into fly fishing was my cousin, um, years and years ago, and he guided on the west side of the state, uh, mostly the Pier Marquette, and. Uh, I, I went out with him one day, and ever since then, I put my conventional gear. I don't even own conventional gear besides ice tackle. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I got rid of all my conventional gear and just started fly casting or That's fly awesome. fishing. So, cool. yep. <coughs> well, was, did that mi uh, migrate itself into upland bird chasing as well? Yeah, or? that. W I think yeah, fly fishing and upland bird hunting. I think almost go hand in hand. But the way I got into that was. Um, my girlfriend at the time, I was 17, 18, um, her dad had some bird dogs and he took me to a preserve and uh, I saw the dogs run and never, I mean, it's just like fly fishing is the first time I just got hooked and uh, finally when I got my own place, I was lucky enough to get my own place pretty young. Uh, when I got my own place, I got my dogs and um, yeah, it's just been bird dog and fly fishing ever since so that's no. awesome <laughs> you can't fly fish all the time you got to take time off the bird hunt yeah that's right yeah and it's starting now yeah well, that's what we talk about life balance yeah 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm really lucky my girlfriend uh Brittany, she she deals with a lot being me me away and the dogs and uh i'm really lucky that she she allows me to do what i do oh so, that's a good thing yeah. that's, that's 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 a good relationship yeah yeah, yeah. So, so how was the season? How, how, how was the, the fishing this summer? The fishing was good. Uh, well, it was great. I mean, I, I think up here you can always find a body of water that's fishing. Um, the, the Asable having multiple branches, the Manistee. That's, that's where I stick to most of my fishing, okay. um, the, the Asable and the upper Manistee. Um, so it, there's a body of water that's always fishing. Oh, yeah. Um, and the fishing this year was great. I, I think early on, the nights, especially like during the brown drake hatch and stuff, the nights were getting a little chilly. Uh -huh. um, but you just adjust to that, and um, the fish are always there. So well, you don't have to stay out as late. You don't have to stay out. That, <laughs> yes. that does always help getting back yeah. to the place uh, yeah. earlier than expected. So Exactly. The, um, are you optimistic in terms of the, the way the hatches uh, look this year and the fish and their just kind of your overall impressions as to how it sets up for next year yeah in, in good I'm, shape. I'm, yeah I think we're in good shape um, over the past several years I've been more and more worried maybe just because I've been more in tune with it I don't know but I I have gotten a little worried about midsummer heat mm -hmm. um, it just seems like the, the specific stretches of water they're just heating up a, a little quicker than than they should be or than what I've noticed you know say 10 years ago um, but I think with with help you know anglers of the Asable Trout Unlimited adding adding structure and ways to you know create riffles and stuff I think that's probably the best way to comp we're not going to be able to change the summer temperatures so wood is always um, good and more wood is better. good wood is good yeah. <laughs> so that yeah. that's that's my biggest worry right now is the way the water it just seems to heat up a little quicker than than what I yeah like. I mean this this spring was kind of weird in that you know it got warm 
wet early warm dry dry and the yeah. water never really yeah you, we're still lower than i would prefer yeah. behind my yeah. house yeah the it's, sun baking down with the dryness it just kind of well, creates you get, uh you know massive winds this year it's yeah. been a lot windier this year i think it does seem like it's been a windy windy summer yeah so. but well good oh, um yeah. that's exciting yeah right now i mean i i did uh my last my last fly fishing trip was yesterday and um i didn't know how it'd be to be quite honest because i i've kind of been away from the boat in the river for the past month i've been running dogs and i was in montana running dogs and uh but anyways got on the river yesterday and actually turned out to be a really good day the water was in what seemed to be pretty good shape mm -hmm. um so definitely clear going, yeah <laughs> it is clear so going into uh going into next year i'm, I'm optimistic yeah. yeah you and dave took those guys out from jackson we did, yep, yeah. for a two-boat float, four guys. Um, they hadn't fly-fished a whole lot. They, they didn't know how to cast and stuff. They were doing some yard casting prior to uh, us taking them out, but they they were good anglers, and we caught fish. And Well, there you go. Yep, taught them some things, and they got to experience the... Sounded like the when they did in the shop is fixing them up with leaders and stuff, and it sounded like they did a lot of fishing, but not a lot of fly fishing. Not a lot of fly fishing, yep. Yeah, yeah I know two of the guys did, like, tarpon tournaments down in Florida for several years. Yeah, I met the so. one gentleman as I was coming in to get coffee yesterday, okay. and uh, he was super jazzed. Yeah, yeah, they were they were but, great yeah, clients. Yeah, he sounded like a saltwater dude. Yeah, they were, they were really, really fun clients. Neat. So, and that always helps. Well, you know, it's funny because he was standing by the back of his Jeep, and I'm, you know, it... it there was enough orange in the trunk area yeah. that it's like, so are you fishing or hunting yeah, today? Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. No, I asked him the same thing. I said, are you up here bird hunting too? Because he has an orange hat on. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> well, we're thinking a lot more about it. Uh, Richard and I got to take uh, his new dog, Dandy, out on a little virgin gallop. Yep. Which <laughs> is yep. kind of fun. Richard, I think He's she's... Galloping operative tournament. Well, <laughs> she's... She's going to be a good dog. <laughs> yeah, we get her dog. tuned up. She's going to be uh, another good dog. Yeah, it's always exciting to see a new dog uh, learn the ropes. And I have a two-year-old setter right now that she's still, she's good, but she's definitely still learning the ropes as well. I mean, there's always learning to be had. With you wish they could, so. you train you don't dogs get mentored. Is that part of your... I don't take clients' dogs to train, but mm. I do train my own. Um, okay. But I'll be honest, the wild birds do the training. I just, you know, do the yard obedience and the yard thing and stuff, and then let the, let the grouse teach the dog. So, well, and the genetics of the dog are yeah, they're in the genes, big so. time in yep. play, and I, it's it's hard to it's hard to explain because this is kind of new area for me. Okay. Um, and so I didn't come up, you know, with the grouse hunting and and you know the upland birds, so it's. As you had alluded to earlier, you watch a dog run first time, and it's just like, well, this is cool. Yeah. No, yeah. I, <laughs> completely unexpected and yep. completely cool. <laughs> I, 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 well, not almost. I like watching the dogs run more than I like, you know, shooting the bird or if, seeing the dogs run, work a bird, learn the bird. That's, that's to me, what it's all about. Oh, that's, you know, it's awesome. Turned out Dandy turned around the yard and she just runs like a hundred miles an hour and I'm just in awe. So yeah. How could <laughs> yeah. anything have that much energy? Yeah. She she does have another gear. Yeah. She'll <laughs> go miles and miles doing it. She was watching Lillian was watching some kennel show on dog racing where they were chasing a 
uh, lure or a fake rabbit for 100 yards and they were running. I said, hell, Dandy can do that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. In the woods, too. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And not hit anything. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even need the rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's like those little Jedi fighters, just, yeah. you know, weaving yeah. between trees and such. They, uh, yeah. well, well, so to that end, um, I don't want to let this go because you kind of threw it out there. You said you'd been out west uh, to Montana. What were you doing? And yep. Did go you have fun? Out, yeah, go out there every year in September, uh, kind of get the dogs um, tuned in to the season, get them in better shape. I mean, I run them throughout the year, but uh, the prairies really gets the dogs in shape. Um, so myself, along with a couple of buddies, we go out there and run dogs and get them on wild birds. So right get, get ready for the Michigan season. Nice. Nice. So in your, in your prep here, how are things looking? How are we squaring up? So I've been out four times. Um, two of the hunts were kind of, I was, I was like, eh, I don't know, not really seeing a whole lot of birds. But then uh, the last two times I've been out, I was actually really happy with the bird numbers, um, grouse and woodcock. Yeah, I was just going to ask you. Last year the grouse were kind of scarce, but the woodcock were plentiful. See, that's, and that's what a lot of people have said. I honestly think it depends on what part of the county you're in, because it was the opposite for me. Really? And I've heard the same thing from multiple people. They, they were running into woodcock, but not, a, not as many grouse. It was a lot of grouse for me, but almost non-existent woodcock well do me a favor and don't tell anybody else where you're hunting yeah yeah no, i keep that yeah make sure to look behind me and to make sure no Richard, one's following do we have the uh the podcast bribery checkbook uh, yeah okay yeah. good well you know dale you know the guy that guided for the lodge mm-hmm. you know he was from he was from jackson yep but he died this spring and uh, too bad it's hard to see him go but yeah. he was always real lucky on grouse or not lucky i mean that's the opposite of luck, because he actually put the time in, he oh, went yeah. out and did the scouting yeah. and everything, so when it came time to hunt, he knew where to go. Yeah, well, he had some good covers that, uh, no, I don't think anybody really knows where they were, but yeah, yeah, they, 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 it, it's sad that he passed away so young. But. When, when you're going out and you're, you're doing your recon stuff, are you... Are you um, Are you using um, an application like Onyx or? I do use Onyx. Okay. Yeah, yeah just to kind of get a, a feel for how big the piece is, um, where I might be bumping into a road, you know, I try to stick away from the roads, but. Right. Do you, do you see any, um, in doing that, and this is just, I guess, more of a selfish question from me because I've just started using the app too. Yeah pretty cool oh it's yeah it's, it's a handy app very yeah. powerful yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh but pretty accurate on the aspen and the new cuttings um i think they're a couple years behind okay um but honestly i don't i know a lot of people that aspen 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 um i don't necessarily look for just aspen i like a, a good mix of uh of shrubs or trees going on i just don't like a strictly aspen diet how do you I guess like it when term. like the the young aspen or maybe some older hardwoods butt up against you know kind of transition in that pine zone yep. and you edges, get maybe a little terrain yep. edges change edges are always nice uh i definitely do look for edges um but yeah i like a little mix of conifers um a little bit of aspen here and there scrub oak like this mm-hmm. the, the shorter oak trees that, yeah the four or five footers that hold their leaves leaves on longer 
Um, that's kind of, and then food, berries, which this year, it seems like I've seen a decent amount of berries, um, but I have only been out four times, so it's still. Well, summer raspberries were big at okay. our place, yep. and I kind of thought that that was maybe a harbinger of good that, things. That definitely helps. I, yep. You know, and again, I'm no botanist or anything, but just assuming that if those are prospering, maybe some of the other yep. berries. I know like the hawthorn bushes, they've had uh, their apples on um like crab apples mm -hmm. autumn olives i've seen a lot of autumn autumn olives producing fruit um so time will tell it's still obviously well, the season just, the tree. yeah the season <laughs> just opened 14 days ago or whatever so um but I, I think it'll be so far what limited time i've been out i'm i think another couple of weeks and yeah we you know for our listeners we had a falls here uh yeah. we had the yeah. big freeze last night yeah. it was i think it was 23 when i walked out the door to let the dogs out this morning so yep uh falls in full swing so i expect we'll see some leaves down here leaves pretty will, soon. We, leaves will start coming down for sure which yeah. always helps i don't know have you seen that many other hunters out so far this year we haven't had that many i've seen a couple trucks in passing but not uh, nothing that uh threatens me i guess for lack of better term. it seems like the numbers are down a little bit i mean in terms of population the guys yeah i need to hunt so. it, it's it's still early so <clears throat> you know it, it is only september Sometimes um it didn't seem to always make a difference but yeah well you just i think you, you've made the point several times that you know getting too much out too early kind of could mess things up well the birds my experience is birds are running or they're running they're not holding yep. they're not flushing they're running because i think that's because the season opens too early too early yep and the, the guys are up hunting you know you drive 400 miles just to hunt you're gonna hunt yeah so uh you know and they got they got the birds spooked and by the time the leaves are down and yep. it's cool weather they're they're uh, they want to run they don't want to fly yeah yeah I, I mean quite honestly if it wasn't as cool as it is right now i probably wouldn't be necessarily hunting Mm -hmm. um i just don't usually in september it's warmer so i i don't like well, swatting mosquitoes yeah. and, and the dogs are you know panting so they're not getting good nose you know scents i guess um so generally i wouldn't even be hunting right now but it is only 35 <clears throat> degrees out so yeah. it always today's probably a good day well it it <laughs> yeah I've got, coming back yeah. i had to take uh my boy dog up to the vet this morning and coming back uh from gaylord uh taking the back roads through it just looked yeah yeah I, <laughs> the dogs just are like loaded in the truck right now and so <laughs> as soon as i'm out of here we're gonna go hit a cover or two so mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. nice what we can find nice the um well to that end and you've got some uh <laughs> good experience in that route what how do you how do you um I don't know, uh, cover initial bases with your clients uh, as they're preparing to go out for a hunt. What what are some of the things that people should have in their thought pattern? Um, be prepared to walk. Uh, don't don't be afraid of brush. But, uh, no, I, I, I always like to touch base with the clients and kind of get an idea of what they're looking for in a hunt. Are they um, looking for an easier walk? Are they looking... To maybe see how dogs work um if if they're looking to just watch a dog the entire time i might 
put down a dog that works um, a little bit closer to you. Um, but I, I just like to get a feel for what the clients kind of expect and then work around what they're expecting or what, what they want to see on a trip, whether it's fly fishing or... Outside of the obvious of vending machine birds, are, is there a certain type of request that you hear frequently? In terms of bird hunting, no. I've, I've gotten really lucky with people understanding that grouse hunting is a... I mean, they're called the king of game birds for a reason. Mm -hmm. You can't... You can't expect to fill a freezer on grouse. It's it's going to be tough. Um, with fly fishing, though, some people want to catch a lot of fish. And oh, yeah. So I'll take them to a brook trout area where there's a mm -hmm. lot of brook trout. Some people want to catch not a lot of fish, but really big that fish. That one big one? Yeah. yeah. And so I'll take them to a stretch of river where I feel the most confident in catching a, a big fish. And it seems a little easier to target that way. Yeah. Uh, when you're in the boat or waiting yeah. than yeah. Uh, wondering about in the field. Yeah. It, yeah. So I apologize for asking the naive. I'm just, it, it just the whole thing's intriguing to me, and it, um, and how one might set set themselves up as, as just somebody that's going to be going out for the fall. Any um, best practices, uh, painfully obvious etiquette stuff. Um. Obviously, know where you're at. <laughs> yeah, know where you're at, and and understand um, if you're going out by yourself um especially come october 1st there's going to be a lot of deer hunters in the woods so um and maybe not a lot i shouldn't say a lot but enough. there's going to be enough there's going to be deer hunters in there the woods. there will be so other orange <laughs> i do like to um stick away from trucks obviously don't don't park next to uh you know if a truck is in a certain spot give that truck a mile or two of space and um and a, a good starting point even though I said I don't necessarily look for Aspen, but a good starting point is you know, younger Aspen than 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old Aspen. Um, in the Michigan DNR and the, the forestry website, the National oh, Forestry sure. website has, has cutting. That, do you look at mi.gov? Yeah. Yep. And uh, have you had experience with the GEM site? Yeah, I was just going to go there. I've gone to uh, the GEM site um, kind of by Fairview. I can't, I think it's mm -hmm. Greasy Creek. It's not hot spotting, every, you know, it's a gem site. It's on the, it's on the internet. But uh, that's, if you're an out-of-stater or a new hunter, uh, new to the grouse game, that's a very good spot to start those gem sites. You can get an idea of what to look for in terms of age of aspen, um, maybe what hawthorn is, what autumn olive is. So that's a good starting point of what to look for once you get away from the gem sites so if that makes sure. any sense you know we when, when we're talking young aspen i guess we should probably clarify are we talking like wrist diameter and smaller yeah wrist diameter broomstick um people are always referring to it as broomstick diameter okay. um which generally up here and where there's quite a bit of sand uh that's going to be a 10 11 year old aspen cut yep nice so. hmm. nice yeah was exciting what um in terms of uh i, I just kind of throw it out there do, do you have a favorite gauge for the field or or do you want to are, are you the type that likes to carry a big bore and uh right now i'm i'm kind of uh partial to my 16 gauge um it's it's a lighter gun for me 
Uh, it's an older, it's a Fox 16 gauge. Um, but I also um, tromp around in the woods with the 20 gauge as well. So okay. tw my, my 12 is just too heavy and too cumbersome, so I don't even touch that for grouse hunting. Um, but right now, the 16 gauge, I'm shooting it a lot better than my 20, so that's what I'm going with. I got a 33 Lefebvre. Okay. 16. Yeah, uh, yeah nice. Side <laughs> by side. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. That's cool. <coughs> Do you, um, when when you're going out with clients or or folks are are talking to you about advice are, are, do you recommend you know patterning your gun before you go out for the season that or? always that always helps yeah if you can pattern your gun or maybe not even if you're not quite familiar with how to pattern it well a you can go online and look it up but just get on the uh, sporting clays um range a couple of times or at least once the side of your house that doesn't have a lot of windows in it yeah. just paint it white yeah. and yeah. there you go yeah <laughs> go from there yeah, yeah. <coughs> spouse will be really happy about I was about thinking about I just uh, or hang a sheet out the window I was gonna well not a sheet but I was gonna take um, uh, like parchment paper and just take a strip of parchment and stick it out yep. on the uh, on my wood crib yep because I you know nothing's gonna get through there so get, <laughs> yeah get an idea of kind of how your gun is shooting and if especially if you have uh, interchangeable chokes go with uh, usually this time of year it's going to be a little more open open chokes just because your shots are going to be so close with the leaves yeah but uh, throughout the season I do know people that might tighten the tighten the chokes down just a little bit because the shots can be a little further but um, basically what you do is for ski right yeah open you mean the choke? yeah 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 maybe maybe uh maybe like one I see yeah yeah, okay. improved cylinder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I don't know about your. I'm guessing your Lefevre's fixed, right? Yeah. yeah it doesn't. Yeah. It came with. You got yeah. what it came with. You got what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same with my Fox. It's. It's. I don't know. I like the gun. It really. Uh, it's, I was. You know. I picked it up. Used of course, and had a guy rebuild it up. And uh, guy up in Onaway remade it. Went through it and did everything. Okay. Redid it, but. I really like that gun. Yeah. Sweet. I know. I know some guys are really into uh, to um, not. Mo I don't want to use the term modifying, but um, basically adjusting the stock, like what Dell does. You know, the yeah. gun fitting. Fitting, uh, yeah. fitting the gun yeah, to your frame. Fitting the gun to your frame. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not that into gunning or shotgunning enough to do that, and I, quite honestly, I don't want to do that to my Fox uh, Sterling work. But uh, some some guys swear by it. Yeah. No, you know, I get. I generally have a length of pull adjusted because it's you know, short, short arms. Yeah. And, and, but every time you get a sweatshirt and a yeah. jacket on, yeah, you end up shooting the ground or the sky. Yeah. You know, by trying to get yeah. that thing up. But uh, other than that, I don't. I don't horse around with them. You know, yeah. I went. I bought an A5, a Sweet 16, a few years ago, and I was looking all over for them. And I finally ended up getting a 57 Belgium in pretty good shape. Okay. But, you know, finding those things without a poly choke on them is, or yep. that they've screwed a goddamn sling on them or yep. something, you know yep. what I mean? Jeez. Yep. Yep. A lot of those A5s have slings from, I don't know if they're from duck hunting or whatever it was, but, yeah. Yeah. You really don't see a lot of sling hardware um, that often, I guess. In the, like in the grouse woods or? Yeah, in the grouse woods. No, no. Yeah, usually not. That's no. more of like a duck hunting, yeah. waterfalling thing, it seems yeah, like. Well, A5s aren't good for that kind of thing, but. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like the A5. You know, you pull the trigger and it sounds like a tractor driving through a junkyard and then it's ready to shoot again, you know. <laughs> 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 kind of fun guys. Yeah. 
Cool. So, so, so what's next? What, what's the, um, you're up here through start of deer and... Yeah, pretty much the start of uh, rifle season. I don't deer hunt. Well, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I, start of rifle. Yeah, yeah, I will, I'll get out probably on the 15th and 16th uh, just to see if I can help fill the freezer, but I'm not a big deer hunter. And so I'll, I'll pretty much be up here till November 16th. Um, let the gun guys have the woods. We can't, you can't even grouse hunt. Uh, that time of year. All right. Um, then the season does reopen December 1st, and depending on the snow, um, I'll definitely be hunting in December, but sometimes the snow is just too deep come the end of December. It's not even you know, fun to walk in the woods. Right. So just It'll play. It'll be interesting to see what it's like this year. Yeah, play December yeah. by year like I do every year. It sounds yeah. like we're going to have, what is it, another La Nina three years of so is that wet wetter or is that wetter for us um okay. just basically like it's been the last okay. two years yep. you know fake winters yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see we'll have some cold weather but i i'm interested to see if we actually get some snowfall this year yeah well, we'll see. Uh, Ho hopefully the the grouse like the snowfall it, it actually helps them um as long as it doesn't freeze th uh freeze thaw freeze thaw that's not good for grouse in the winter time but they do like uh some snow right. so cool cool all right well what do you say um we wrap this one up let you uh get those puppies yep. out and, yeah uh, they're itching I, I <laughs> one might be barking still a, cu a couple of uh, anxious glances out the window yeah. so listen we're not going to step on your fun but thanks ethan no thank good you job. appreciate it good fun thanks for coming by yeah. appreciate it thank good you. luck and um I think this is going to be a good one. So. Yeah, I think this will be fun. So thank you, sir. Yeah. Always fun checking in with the guides to see uh, see what's happening out in the in the woods and the rivers. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, we'll be back next week. Um, let's see, who's our guest next week? Oh, we've got John and Andy from the uh, Michigan TU Youth Camp. Um, so uh, parents, grandparents, uh, keep a keen ear. Uh, awesome outdoors opportunity for the for young people to come. So there we have it. Um, take care, enjoy, and until next time, mind your backcast. <laughs>